Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan is joined by Kofi Zilla, internet detective and controversial YouTube personality who alerts and informs his 374,000 followers of potential con artists. Here's a glimpse of the exclusive insights you're about to discover. Four simple questions to help you ethically market a product or service. The weirdest response Coffee received from one of his expose videos, plus what Stefan did after Coffee made a video about him. I hope you enjoy. I guess like one thing you and I talked about a bit privately, but I don't know if we ever came to like a perfect, you know, conclusion on is like, I mean, how do we like draw the line, right? Is it as simple as like the newspaper test type thing? Is it, you know, do you have any ideas? I mean, how do we, how do we guide people? Cause people, people, there's people out there who want to do right, I think, but they, they don't know what that looks like. And they're, they're torn, they're conflicted. I mean, um, I'm curious what your, your thoughts are on, on how do we sort of, you know, how, how do we market from an ethical perspective? Is it really easy? And I'm making it sound more complicated. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's super, uh, there's a lot there. So first, let me totally agree with you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not against marketing. I'm very, uh, I think like marketing, sales, advertising is this like beautiful world of psychology and persuasion. And like Jim, I'm like, I'm also fascinated by it just purely from, uh, it's it's interesting that from that perspective alone, I do, yeah, like you said, there are areas where it can get a little bad. I do think a lot of people want to do right. And I, I would just say like, the first thing is that you have to realize that um, what is legal and what is right are not the same thing. And I think that's really clear. I, I think you can get by legal with a really scummy claim. And I think when you realize that you have to, you have to say, okay, there has to be an internal check here for what is cro- like, so to speak, crossing the line for me. And that's going to slightly dif- differ per the individual. But I think what's very clear is it has to be some, like it has to be two things. Number one, you have to think, am I qualifying my prospect at all? Is there any kind of qualification? And then two, if I'm stretching these claims, how much am I stretching them? Am I, am I kind of, you know, just like doing a little bit of a pool or is this thing been, um, disfigured beyond repair in, uh, in engineering, they call it like an inelastic, um, like what do they call it? Uh, an inelastic stretch where basically the thing is deformed at that point. And so if you say, you know, there are some studies on PubMed that suggest such and such, that's fine. If you say science shows that this thing cures cancer, or this thing cures this, that's a problem. That's not the same thing. So yeah, I, I think there has to be some level of, I, yeah, I don't know, maybe there's not a clear line, but 
I do think there are some easy guardrails as far as, you know, like what do people, what would my mom think of this if she saw it, you know, if, if my offer targeted her, because a lot of copywriters, their demographic, especially in health is sort of their parents. Like it's like sort of like old, older people with illnesses. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I think that's a great one. And I mean, I, I can stuff that I've written where then I'm excited to show it to my mom. And cause I'm like, Hey mom, like check it out. Like, I love the way I wrote this copy. I think the product's great, right? And there's stuff I've learned that I was like, I don't want to show this to my mom because, and you know, again, I've, I've not recently because of my ethical come to Jesus, thanks to you, but um, you know, I, I think you, you know, right? So I think the mom test is good. The newspaper test I think is is same idea, right? If it was on the front page of your newspaper in your town or city um, or hell make it like a global newspaper, right? Would you be excited about that? Or would you be like, really embarrassed and feel like, you know, like you were like trying to hide from the world. Um, and then I think, you know, one thing you guys talked about is like, it, yeah, the claims, I mean, what you just said, but, but like, I think anytime you start saying that, Hey, like this is going to work for like, you know, the vast majority of the people, the vast majority of the time, and you don't have like very, very concrete proof to back that up. Right. Like, Random example, Tide Magic Pen, right? Removes stains. I don't know if you've ever used one of those before. They're great. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if Tide wants to go, hey, this removes like, you know, 99% of stains. Or a hand sanitizer kills 99% of germs. And you've got like laptop. No one's like, F you, right? Like that's like, all right, that seems like a pretty reasonable claim. But you're like, hey, every person, no matter what age, uh, anything else is going to like make money, like a ton of money, or it's going to drop 20 pounds in the next 30 days. Or I mean, it's such a big difference, right? And so I think part of it is, is as soon as you start making it, like that, you know, everybody or the vast majority of people who do, who buy this product are then going to get a solution that's going to give them this result, like pretty much like guarantee to give them this result. Um, you know, that's when you run into problems, unless again, you have miracle products that really can do it, right? When, in which case, good for you and go become a billionaire. <laughs> but yeah. I think you just did a, such a great point, which is that what I've noticed is that uh, where it all goes wrong is when people try, it, nobody minds when people turn a, make a great product look like a great product. People care when people make a mediocre product, they advertise it like a great product and it doesn't do what they said it would do. So, I, I mean, I think that's so huge. How many times have we heard that this weight supplement doesn't actually do what, you know, uh, the weight supplement purports to do? It's like, if you have that weight supplement, nobody would mind if you, that it actually did it. Nobody would care if you actually advertised it like it actually does it. But too often we see people, you know, kind of, Kind of they skip it. They say, hey, I can write a compelling story. Therefore, I'll write it about any product. I can write a great, like I can make a product look that's mediocre, look great. Therefore, I will. I think that's where you just have to, you know, gut check yourself and just say, like, maybe I should find a better product. Maybe I should skip this one. Maybe this product isn't worth selling. Or maybe I can tone down the claims and, you know, give it to the people who still would be happy with that mediocre product because it happens to solve the perfect problem that they're in. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I think that's an, an excellent point. Um, one question that is almost part of its curiosity for me, but I mean, what's one of the weirdest responses that you've gotten from somebody after you've made like a video about them? Cause I know you've had stuff like people try to come after you. Um, I imagine you've had all kinds of weird stuff happens. So as much as you're comfortable sharing, I'd be really curious to hear like kind of maybe a story about one of the weirdest responses. Maybe I won't name this person. People will probably figure it out, but I, I won't name them. Just, I don't want to cause any more drama, but um, 
I've noticed there's this weird phenomenon that I've noticed where for, for some reason, call it dumb luck. I sort of get an inverse response to how hard the video is. Like, it seems like all the times where I've gotten the most flack has been on my softest videos. And I don't know yeah. why. Like I made like a very middling Dogecoin video and the video got my channel banned. Like it was just like, it's like, it wasn't even controversial. It was like this totally, you know, middle of the road, you know, be careful kind of thing. It got my channel banned. And I have these other like videos where I would say is much more like kind of me going hard on something, nothing happens. So in this specific case, I had made a video about this person's marketing where I called their marketing like, it was actually, I, I said, oh, it's a bit cringy, but actually this guy's putting a lot of effort in. I kind of love the theatricalness of this. I basically complimented this person's marketing and it turned into this like a whole beef and like it was all, you know, it, it turned into this massive thing of him, you know, calling me out on social media. We had this giant explosive, explosive debate or whatever. And then I, I just felt like the whole thing was like, wait, what did I do? I, I don't know. So it, it's this, it's my weird luck. And I just decided... I can't go too soft because otherwise something bad will happen. It's just something that I've realized. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's funny. Somebody uh, put it, but they only put the panelists, but I put a guess at it. I'm guessing it was accurate, but for those who didn't see it, no problem. I, I, yeah, that's interesting. I think I do know who, who that was, but obviously we'll keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's just weird, right? Like why I thought people would get madder about this, like the stuff that I said that was, um, you know, if they felt was unfair or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's interesting. And again, I think a lot of it does come back to, to ego because I think, you know, when somebody has a video made about them at all, there's this immediate sort of instinct of I'm being attacked. I need to defend myself. I need to like, you know, I think that part of it that plays a part and, and some people maybe respond. But again, the, the best thing you can do is take a deep breath or, you know, well, one thing I did uh, share with people when you, know, when you made the video mm -hmm. about me too. And I, I reached out to like a couple of people and, and mentors and, and friends and stuff. And um, I'm gonna say it publicly. I think it's fine. I mentioned to you before this call too. So like, I, one person was Frank Kern because somebody brought up, oh, Frank Kern used to have this issue with this guy Salty Droid, and like the guy would give him a hard time and blah blah blah. So I messaged Frank Kern because he bought my course and was on my email list, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm curious mm -hmm. what you think about this, blah, blah blah. And basically, he he gave me a really nice like an email with some ideas, and then we had gotten a call. But one of the things, the first things he said was, you know, make sure that whatever they're saying isn't like true or accurate, and if it is, like fix that immediately. And it was like, oh shit, that's a really, like, you know, and at first, because I'm like, well, of course it's not. And I'm like, well, I mean, it was that, that research killer I wrote. And, 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 I'm like, and then as soon as that, for that, I have to give Frank credit because it really, suddenly I wasn't in fully in like um, kind of combat mode, right? It, it was like, mm -hmm. I actually thought introspectively. Um, and that was one of the reasons, I mean, that, that I kind of was able to come back to earth. So I have to give Frank credit. It seems like such an obvious advice, but I thought it was so wise of him to say that where it wasn't like, just like, Hey man, here's how you deal with this, right? Here's how you fight back. It was like, well, if they're accurate. Then you need to stop doing whatever they said. Let's go shit, Frank. That's, that's really good advice. Right? Yeah. And, and to your credit, I mean, when you came back to me, I realized, Oh, this guy's not, I don't know. It's, it's sometimes easy. Like, like I said, I am an outsider. So I'll just confess that sometimes it's easy, easy to, I don't know, put people in bad faith and I try not to, but, um, but you know, there's a problem when you see too many offers, you like, you sort of do pattern recognition. You go like, oh, this is the same as this. And this is the same as this. So um, sometimes I, I, I do, I'll admit it. Like I can get in the trap of taking people in bad faith. And so when you reached out to me and you were very self-aware, very kind of self-conscious, very, um, you know, honest, and then we ended up having this super productive dialogue where 
I was able to see like, okay, there are definitely people in direct response who are aware of the problem. They're at, they, they kind of want to know how they can do, they want to know how they can do the right thing and also do it in a way that subs, uh, you know, sustains their business and can, you know, they can build a future business on that they're proud of. And so that was something really cool that, you know, because of your uh, kind of self-reflection there, I was also able to have a moment of self-reflection, see you sort of as a full human being. And then we were able to have a really productive discussion that led to this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I appreciate that about you because again, so people who may wonder who are watching this interview, whether maybe they watch the recording and, and um, wonder if you're, if it's like all an act or, you know, cause some people like have accused you of that too, right? That you're this sort of inauthentic, like a grifter. Yeah. 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 Right? I'm just, I'm just doing it for the money. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, the fact that when you responded, it wasn't like, Oh, well, if you don't want to debate publicly, then we're not going to get like a bunch of eyeballs. And like, I don't even want to talk to you. You were like, wow, what a thoughtful response. Like, thanks. Here's a bunch of, um, you know, here's some of my thoughts on it. And then to your point, yeah, we had this really great dialogue and conversation and, um, and I was able to see right away that you were, authentic and that you really care about the stuff that you're talking about right i mean you're doing that like yes it's it's fascinating and there's like a, a hole in the market and that nobody's talking about it which is crazy right but it's clear you're, you're also doing it because you want to help make the world a better place and so i saw that really quickly with you and and i got you know I, for what that's worth i just had immense respect for me uh, for you as soon as that happened thank you i appreciate that yeah and, and, sa and same to you too i i kind of realized that what you were about as well all right, that's just about it for today. Before we finish though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul. And then my last name is Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And I will see you in my email list. Bye.